There are many ways people listen to Vision, including in cars through the Vision app. The Vision app is compatible with Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. So if you have mobile coverage, you can stream any of Vision's live radio channels in crystal clear quality and enjoy a growing range of on-demand podcasts all on the go. There are other ways to connect your phone to your vehicle speakers too. You can see detailed instructions when you Google ways to listen to Vision. However and wherever you listen to Vision, you can be sure that the announcers, programs and music will help you look to God daily. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. We are also familiar with some special sayings that have their foundations in the biblical teaching of Jesus. Sayings like, do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. We know that as the golden rule. Or, truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. Now, some Australian research results have been released from a global scientific study examining how small acts of kindness impact feelings of loneliness and well-being. It was not a Christian-based study, but it was conducted by a team of leading loneliness experts for Next Door Australia and Swinburne University. The results show that knowing as few as six neighbours reduces feelings of loneliness and is linked to lowering health and financial concerns related to COVID-19. Jenny Sager is the head of Next Door Australia. Jenny's joining us. Hello, Jenny. Welcome along to 2020. Hello, Neil. Thanks for having me. Jenny, it's Next Door that commissioned the research, and the research was done, and in fact, it's been an international study, hasn't it? It has indeed. So it was done here in Australia and then also in the United States and in the UK. And so Nextdoor's study found that performing small acts of kindness for neighbours also reduces the likelihood of feeling lonely. Take us into what that all means. Absolutely. So what we did, first of all, if you're unfamiliar with Nextdoor, Nextdoor is an app and also a website that connects neighbors. So we connect you to people that you don't already know in your local community. And the app was actually created in America about 10 years ago for this very reason, to actually combat social isolation and loneliness. So the co-founders actually looked at how technology specifically was contributing to these feelings of, of isolation and loneliness. And they thought, well, how can we use tech for good and flip that on its head and actually find a way to bring people together? So unlike platforms that, you know, say you are connected and, and put you in touch with people you already know, it's actually what scientists and psychologists call weak ties, which actually influence influence loneliness and social isolation. So weak ties are kind of acquaintances. So, you know, the, the person who makes your coffee in the morning, the chat you have with your hairdresser, the neighbor that you speak to over the fence, those weak ties have been proven to be very, very powerful when it comes to mental health. And so they created this app to connect you in a hyperlocal way with people that live in your suburb. So you go on and we verify your name and address to make sure that you definitely live where you say that you live. And once you're on, you're instantly connected with other people who live in your same suburb. So we, we've been seeing all, you know, since, since the app was created 10 years ago in the U.S., it's been in Australia for just under two years. And we have seen 
constantly in every state and territory in Australia, these beautiful acts of kindness between neighbors happening on next door. And I could give you loads of those examples, which I'm sure we'll, we'll get to. But so we knew that this was already happening. But the reason why we teamed up with the researchers is we really wanted to examine with a scientific microscope the actual impact that these small acts of kindness have and really wanted to quantify how many neighbors you actually need to get to know before you start having the benefit of this impact. And so what's really exciting with the study is that we found that that number is just six. So knowing just six neighbors is actually when those feelings of loneliness start to be reduced and when you start to get those lower health and and financial concerns, especially when related to COVID-19. So we had a test group. So we had a control group and we had a test group and then we had neighbors perform small acts of kindness, which varied from very simple things like saying hello to somebody that you don't know already, all the way to more involved things like, you know, mowing a neighbor's lawn or bringing them some groceries or just having a chat with them. And what we found is the, the test group, so the group that received those small acts of kindness, those feelings were definitely reduced. Those feelings of loneliness and isolation were reduced. And in fact, one in 10 participants said that they felt lonely at the start of the study. And at the end, that was down to one in 20. So the results were really, really encouraging. Jenny, what seems to be important, especially in this year, and especially even beyond our shores here in Australia, the findings come when loneliness is growing because of the isolation people have been suffering with COVID this year. Absolutely. Look, before COVID even hit, Australia was in the middle of a loneliness epidemic where one in four Australians were saying they felt lonely three times a week. And what we saw was that more than half of Australians don't know your don't know their neighbors. And so this study actually showed why it's important to do so. And it's been proven time and time again that when a crisis happens, we saw this during the bushfires as well. When a crisis happens, people actually turn to their local community. So what do you do when you turn, you're trying to turn to that local community, but you don't know anyone and next door gives you a way to do that. And what we saw during COVID was just these beautiful moments where people were dropping off groceries to people in isolation, you know, walking a nurse's dog, um, you know, checking in on an elderly neighbor. We, one of my favorite stories actually was from one of our members in um, Sunnybank Hills up in Queensland where his grandmother is 93 years old and lives by herself. You know, lockdown happened and COVID was happening and he just thought, well, she's going to be so lonely. No one's going to be there. So he used next door. He lives in Sunnybank Hills as well to just get people in the neighborhood to say hello and slip notes under her doors and, and things like that. And now she's got beautiful pen pals all over the area. <laughs> so, you know, we see this time and time again, coffee clubs forming, walking groups, all these beautiful things that the people in the local community come together to look after each other. And as you say, tremendous wisdom in getting to know your neighbours before a crisis comes. Jenny, do we know what the effects are of loneliness connected with health and well-being? We do. And actually, that's another thing that the co-founders of Nextdoor really looked into. And they specifically noted a book called Bowling Alone, which was written by a Harvard University professor named Robert Putnam. And in this book, he looked at how loneliness and social isolation impacted actual physical health. And what we saw in areas and neighborhoods where people had a higher level of those neighborly connections, there was a positive effect on lowering the crime rates, for example, raising test scores with 
students in the area, um, less physical health issues, so improving physical health as well. So it absolutely translates into physical, tangible um, things that change as a positive effect. Jenny, one in four Australian adults say they are lonely. Do we know if the phenomenon of social media affects the depth of relationships? Because we might have lots of friends online, but no doubt those are shallow compared to the sorts of things that allay that loneliness, the idea of face-to-face connection. Do we know anything much about uh, the way the, uh, the depth of relationships has been affected in this current uh, age? Absolutely. And you're exactly right. There's a difference between being connected and actually having a meaningful connection. And when you look at social media platforms, they're, you're connected on a superficial level. So again, you, you, know, you type somebody's name in, they might live you know, hours away or in somewhere across the world. And it's really just a one-way conversation. You might look at a photo, you might like that photo, but there's not that constant interaction happening. And that's why Nextdoor is so big on driving offline real world connections where we open that door and we give you an easy way to find those people in your local community that you don't already know. But our goal as a company is that that translates into the offline world. And that's when you're meeting up for a coffee or going for a walk or, you know, having somebody over for a tea. And so it is really different. It's about that meaningful connection. It's also about how that connection makes you feel. And that's something that psychologists have looked into a lot with social media networks is, is that connection actually making you feel good? Is that having a positive impact on your mental health? And when you get off that platform, how are you feeling about everything? Versus using a neighborhood network like Nextdoor, what we found, and specifically through this study, is that that connection with your neighbors actually does make you feel good, and that does help impact both your physical and mental health. Jenny, we mentioned Nextdoor is not a Christian organisation. The research we're talking about is not Christian research, but lots of churches appear to be interested in getting on board. How would they go about that? Absolutely. Look, well, we're not a Christian platform. We're absolutely inclusive of every faith and every ethnicity and, and gender. And, you know, I think that the, as you said in the beginning, this, the paying it forward and the beautiful lending a helping hand that we see happening on the platform every day, it just fits so well with Christian values and is so aligned. And I think that's why we see so many churches and also churchgoers excited about the platform. And I have this lovely member um, in Western Sydney that I speak to named Sharon, who has actually got in touch with us because she wants to get her entire congregation on next door. And so what we say to them is, Right now, we don't have a separate version of the platform for for churches, but what we do have is we have next-door groups. And so you can come on and somebody can start a group for your church or your congregation, and you can run that privately or publicly on Nextdoor. And Sharon's a great example of somebody who's in the process of doing that with us right now. It's very easy to do, but it just takes one person to come in and sign up for a personal account. It's free. Everything about Nextdoor is free. And um, just coming in, getting used to the platform, and then just setting up a group for your church. Okay, Nextdoor, created in the U.S. to combat social isolation and loneliness. It connects people with nearby residents. Now, here's the website, as you can appreciate. Good to check out and become informed about what Nextdoor is doing. Nextdoor.com.au is the website. They have a free app, and you can find that app in your app store. 
But find out about Next Door Australia at nextdoor.com.au. Jenny Sager is the head of Next Door Australia. Jenny, thanks so much for the update today on 2020. Thank you so much, Neil. Lovely to chat. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.